Hugging the eastern slope of San Francisco's famous Knob Hill is one of the unique spots of this continent. A small, compact area overlooking the busy harbor at its feet, it extends only a few blocks in either direction. Above its narrow, congested streets, the chimes of beautiful Grace Cathedral ring out the quarter hours, and tourists and curio-seekers in a bare three minutes can stroll from the city's fashionable shopping district into the heart of old China. Chinatown in San Francisco teems with haunting memories, for it is wrapped in the atmosphere, customs, and manners of a land across the sea. The same Pacific Ocean laves the shores of both worlds, a tangible link between old and new, past and present, Orient and Occident. To this China in the West, there came in the opening decade of this century a young Chinese with his wife and family. There they settled among the other Cantonese, and as the years slipped by, the couple established their place in the community. I tell the story of their fifth daughter, Jade Snow, born to them in San Francisco. Until she was five years old, Jade Snow's world was almost wholly Chinese, for her world was her family, the Wongs. Life was secure but formal, sober but quietly happy and the few problems she had were entirely concerned with what was proper or improper in the behavior of a little Chinese girl. Even at this early age she had learned the meaning of discipline, without understanding the necessity for it. A little girl never questioned the commands of mother and father, unless prepared to receive painful consequences. She never addressed an older person by name. It was always older brother, oldest sister, second older sister, third older sister. She had died at one month without a name, but still she held a place in the family, and fourth older sister. Only her mother and father, or their generation of uncles and aunts, addressed them as Blessing from Heaven, Jade Swallow, Jade Lotus, or Jade Ornament. In short, a little girl was never casual with her elders. Even in handing them something, she must use both hands to signify that she paid them undivided attention. Respect and order— These were the key words of life. It did not matter what were the thoughts of a little girl. She did not voice them. She assumed that her mother must love her, because mother made her bright silk Chinese dresses for holiday wear, embroidered with gold threads and bright-colored beads, and washed her and cleaned her white, buckled sandals. Father must love her because he taught her her first lessons from Chinese books and put her high on his shoulders above the crowds so that she could watch from unobstructed heights the lion dances on the streets at Chinese New Year's. And sometimes he took her downtown with him on business errands to that outside foreign American world. But in spite of her parents' love, she must always be careful to do the proper thing. Failure to do so brought immediate and drastic punishment. Teaching and whipping were almost synonymous. Once, because in fun she had knocked older brother's hat off his head when she passed him on the stairs, father whipped her with a bundle of tied cane. Then he withdrew permission for her to go with older sister to visit the city zoo. Since she had never been to the zoo and had looked forward to this treat for a week, the disappointment and the shame hurt almost worse than the whipping. Another time, when their neighbor's son spit on her as she was playing, she ran to tell Mother, who was sewing overalls in the factory which was also their home. Mother did not sympathize but reproved her, saying that she must have spit on her playmate first or he wouldn't have spit on her. She was told to bring a clothes hanger, 
and in front of all the other working women, Mother spanked her. Again, the shame was almost worse than the pain, and the pain was bad enough, for Mother usually spanked until the wooden hanger broke. Thus, life was a constant puzzle. No one ever troubled to explain. Only through punishment did she learn that what was proper was right, and what was improper was wrong.'